when I work with couples, I tell them that if I had one tool, I could only have one tool to teach, it would be validation. To me, validation is empathy. And so, yes, you can teach it. And here's basically what I would explain to couples, and I can actually do a visual on this. What is empathy? How does it apply to your marriage? Dr. Karen Sherman has some fantastic tips as well as how to explain empathy to others. Stay tuned. It's hot outside, which is a perfect time to light the barbecue and crack open the wine. That's right, pairing the right wine with the right grilled item is great. For example, Zinfandel is fantastic with sausage while a Malbec hits the spot for burgers. Sounds fun, right? Then head over to hitchmag.com, click the wine club link and learn more about our awesome wine club. By the way, the wine club also makes a fantastic anniversary gift. Prepaid gift options for three, six and 12 months are available. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the original Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. How you doing? I am fantastic. Karen, for those tuning in for the first time, is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for 30 years. She is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Karen is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this information at her website, drkarensherman.com, and uh, there is more information I will tell you about at the end, but I want to jump into today's topic, which is empathy. Um, Karen and I were just talking uh, off-air about empathy, and so I, I wanted to talk about empathy because I feel like it is... Um, getting popular or more in the zeitgeist today, uh, I suppose that's redundant, but it, it, it seems to be in the zeitgeist. Um, I see it a lot when people discuss um, business acumen. So there are now a lot of articles that talk about um, the importance of EQ over IQ. Um, you see it as people talk about Congress or leaders or the 1% or whatever as having uh, an empathy gap with other groups. Um, so, and, and let me clarify, Steve, that EQ is emotional intelligence. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Thank you for clarifying that. So, um, so emotions in general <laughs> are gaining steam but it's but it really does seem to be that empathy is one of these things where we have a piece of society that just seems cold-hearted where we have a lot more research on the power of empathy uh, and the benefits and positives of it and so uh, I just wanted to explore it a little bit because a lot of times I feel like things come about and we don't quite understand them fully or completely. Um, and then we start using them as I just used 
you know, intertwined <laughs> EQ with empathy um, without uh, due diligence. So I want to do a little due diligence today on empathy. So first, Karen, um, for those who don't know, what is empathy? Um, empathy, what I'm going to talk about first is sympathy. Okay. So sympathy is, oh, I feel so bad for you. Uh, it's an expression of concern or uh, an awareness that you know somebody is in a you know situation that is unfortunate. Empathy is being able, as we say, to walk in the other person's shoes, to be able to express an understanding of what they must be feeling. It's not just um, it, it's more of an alliance um, or an align alignment with the other person's feelings. Um, as opposed to just, oh, I feel bad for you, which is more disconnected. Okay. Um, and I guess why, why is that important? Because um, when I have empathy expressed towards me, then it's more healing. I feel like you understand me better. I feel like um, uh, my, my emotions are understood. So it feels like uh, there's more comfort that is being gained from empathy. Um, so, as a matter of fact, yeah, so, go ahead. And, that, and that's as opposed to sympathy because you – let's just talk about something tragic. So mm -hmm. let's say you lose a loved one and somebody mm -hmm. expresses sympathy. Mm -hmm. um, that can be heartfelt, mm -hmm. um, whereas empathy might be somebody who has also lost a loved one and you feel as the person who's the has the most recent loss – feels oh they can relate to this pain that I'm feeling now as opposed to somebody else who just says I'm sorry mm -hmm. um, I mean you don't to, to express empathy I want to say that you don't technically have to have gone through the same thing that is correct that's correct okay so here's the difference so somebody's lost someone oh I'm so sorry for your loss somebody who has empathy even if I haven't experienced that loss you would say something like I can only imagine the terrible loss and pain that you're feeling and um, you know I know that you must that the feelings must be overwhelming mm -hmm. because now what I am um, laser beaming into is the actual kinds of feelings that the other person must actually be going through and now the person who's experiencing it feels like wow okay you really can relate to me to some degree and that helps me feel a sense of yes mm -hmm. you know some relief as opposed to okay yeah thank you you know thank no. you 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 know you thank you know you acknowledge my loss yeah there's a difference between the acknowledgement of it and a sense of you get it so there's definitely a difference between just saying the right thing mm -hmm. and actually having that emotional yes um understanding that's correct okay um now I, I i talked a lot about how i felt uh at least personally that empathy has been been given a lot more attention 
in recent years than I had seen in the past. And I may be totally wrong about that, but it just seems that way to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And it might be, again, that I'm just more in tune with it now, or I don't know. But um, have you seen anything that is uh, misleading or disproportionate, um, like how people are able to tap into it or how important it is or anything along those lines? No. No, I I do think that people are more cognizant of the need for being more sensitive to one another. Um, There's a lot now going on with uh, customer service. And I think that that um, is really sort of an offshoot of realizing that you have to pay attention to people's feelings because that's what's really going to make the difference in how people respond to your product, whether they want to come back and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when we, uh, a couple of years ago, there was a whole switch in the curriculum for doctors that it wasn't just about medicine. It was also about the kind of care and bedside manner that you gave your patients because research indicated that when you offered that to your patients, they actually healed better, you know, physically. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't think that we're putting too much stress on it. And I do see that it is extending into areas other than going to a psychologist, uh, that, you know, it's coming up in lots of different ways. Yeah, Uh, I I, I mentioned... Yeah, it has significance. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I mentioned at the top that um, I'm seeing it in the business world mm-hmm. about good leaders, good good yes. business owners um, are able to express empathy to their, you know, employees, etc. Right. Um, actually, what you were just saying, do you think we're not putting enough emphasis on empathy as if there are still great swaths of people that just seem to think that some woo-woo, emotional, feely thing that they don't give a crap about? Well, you know, you're talking to a psychologist. So for me, I think the more that we can be aware of one another's feelings and um, be sensitive to it, I think the better off we would all be. So to me, there's never enough. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I I bring it up because there's a lot of people that are just like, uh, you know, this is I, one of the things that I find frustrating is when I'm like, well, well, you know, back in my day, we would just, you know, put our head down and do it and blah, blah, blah. And right. it's, and I always just think like, well, yeah, and you're miserable. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, or, uh, you know, people will talk about, you know, when I was a kid growing up, we didn't have to wear helmets and, you know, we turned out fine. I'm like, yeah, the ones that made it turned out fine. Right, the ones right. who died are dead. Right. Anyways, right. Um, <laughs> uh, I shouldn't laugh. Um, can you, especially on an empathy episode, uh, can you teach empathy to an adult? Okay, so when I work with couples, I tell them that if I had one tool, I could only have one tool to teach, it would be validation. Okay. To me, validation is empathy. And so, yes, you can teach it. And here's basically what I would explain to couples, and I can actually do a visual on this. Okay. If you would imagine, Steve, that I'm looking at you and I'm holding up a magazine, let's say, mm-hmm. and so there's a front of the magazine and there's the back of the magazine. So I'm holding it up in such a way that you're looking at the front of the magazine, okay? Mm-hmm. And I say to you, okay, what are you looking at? And you say, the front of the magazine. I say, okay, but as I'm holding this magazine up for you to see the front, what part of the magazine am I seeing? And you mm-hmm. say, well, the back. Mm-hmm. And I say, right. 
that's what validation or empathy is. You don't have to actually be experiencing it in order to validate it or in order to express the empathy. Mm -hmm. You just have to know that that's what I'm experiencing. And so in a couple or in a relationship or in business or in doctoring or, you know, customer service, what you want to do is let the other person know that you get it. Mm -hmm. So your partner comes home and they're all upset about, you know, this traffic jam that they've been in and they're frustrated and everything else. And maybe you think, you know, so what's the big deal? It was, you know, traffic, you yeah. know, and, you know, yes, of course, if you're going to come home in rush hour, there's going to be traffic. But you don't say, really, are you kidding? Yeah. What you want to do is say something like, you know, yeah, I really get how frustrating that can be because that's what they're experiencing. Mm. And so that's all you have to do. Okay. It doesn't have to be that you just sat in the traffic. You don't even have to necessarily think traffic is a bad thing. Maybe you see it as an opportunity to listen to music. But if your partner is really upset, you just go, wow, yeah, I, I understand that. It's really frustrating. And then the person calms down. Now, this is a really useful tool because so often in relationships, there are emotions that go on and emotions get in the way of clear thinking. Mm -hmm. So you want to bring the energy down, the emotional energy down. And the best way to do that is to validate it. So once you validate it, the person feels heard, the person feels understood, the emotions calm down. And then you can say, you know, so here's a trick that I find that is useful for me in traffic because, you know, what can you do? You really can't control it. Yeah. I turn on the radio and I start to sing. And before I know it, you know, but if you start out with, really? So it was traffic. What can you do? Just turn on the radio. The other person's going to go, I can't believe you. I'm, I'm discussing something that really bothered me. And that's what you come up with? Yeah. Now, of course, I'm giving a very simple example. But that is the basic model for anything in your relationship. Well, I love I love that you gave a simple model too because for most people I think these are the these are the daily struggles, the simple things, you know. Yeah. Most people aren't dealing hopefully dealing with mm -hmm. some sort of major tragedy on an ongoing basis. It's it's these little things that start to slowly chip away and when your spouse comes home, uh, you know, talking about their frustration with traffic and you dismiss them and not don't validate it that will pile on to the other thing that they come home uh the next day and talk about that you don't validate and pretty soon you don't start you're not sharing things with them because right. all exactly. they're they're not listening to you exactly um and i love i love the example of the magazine as well because it makes it very it, it's crystal clear that you are almost literally I say almost I, I realize I'm not using the word properly literally seeing the world through their eyes by seeing that's the back correct. of the magazine that's a perfect way to put it you see that their you seeing the world through their eyes mm -hmm. perfect and and knowing that yes you are seeing the front of the magazine but they are seeing the back of the magazine and having that acknowledgement um, is what empathy is about and so I, yes. that's, I think that is such a perfect example yes um, okay so you you talked about shutting things down and before the emotions start overrunning things mm -hmm. um, and we are very 
complicated people with lots of emotions. And as you were talking about shutting it down, I was thinking like, well, we know that that isn't a figure of speech. Our brain will literally shut down the thoughts when we start getting ragey and angry. Mm -hmm. Um, And so before um, somebody taps into other emotions, um, is there a trick to tap into their empathy before those other things take over? Well, the best thing really to do is just do some kind of like breathing to slow down your emotional reactions. Um, You know, even doing some tightening of your muscles and um, relaxing of them. Uh, What you're basically doing then is um, jump-starting your parasympathetic nervous system. So let me let me just do a little backpedaling here and okay. give some information. When we're stressed, our sympathetic nervous system goes into immediate reaction. So our heartbeat goes up, we shut down our stomach uh, juices, um, and our body gets ready to deal with whatever is difficult for us. Anytime we have an emotional reaction, um, and I'm going to sort of simplify it and say anytime we do an oh my God mm-hmm. kind of thing, our body goes into this stress reaction. So when we're having emotions, that's what happens to us. The parasympathetic nervous system is our body's way of calming us down. But we can jumpstart that by doing, again, a deep, slow breathing. You take the breath in through your nose, past your throat, past your chest, into your solar plexus, it's the area right below your rib cage. Mm-hmm. You hold it for a couple of seconds and then you slowly, and that's the trick, slowly release it through your mouth. And if you do that maybe two times, three times, now your body calms down. And now you're no longer just responding emotionally. So you sort of calm those emotions down and then you can respond more empathically to the okay. other person. Uh, it's interesting. As you were describing that, that breathing, um, I, so I'm, I'm pretty nerdy and I watched the Apple developers conference a couple weeks back. Yeah. And one of the things that they demonstrated that is coming to all new iPhones and iPads on their mm-hmm. new operating system is a breathing app. Huh? Yeah. So it will remind you to do these deep breathing exercises and things to huh. recalm yourself and recenter yourself. So I so getting back to the point of I'm finding that empathy is more top of mind, right? Like we're yeah. and I realize that breathing is not empathy per se, but it helps just being more emotionally aware. Mm-hmm. Um, is something being more that, emotionally present. I mean, pre- I don't mean to cut you off. No, but good. being more emotionally present because if you are having an emotional reaction, you're all over the place. Mm-hmm. So the breathing centers you and allows you to be more in the present than wherever your emotions were taking you. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then, one of the things that I wanted to ask you is. We often talk about marriage and relationships as this like balancing act of people complimenting other people and some people have certain strengths and other people um, are able to lean on those strengths and things of that nature. Uh, Is empathy one of those things where as long as one of you has it, you're going to be good or is this something that both should really try to 
strengthen that muscle? In an ideal world, it would be great if both couples can, if both people in the relationship can do it. Um, the likelihood is that probably one is going to be better, mm-hmm. but I really feel strongly that this is something that if each person can try to work at, um, it's going to be a much stronger relationship. Okay. And if you are the one who, I mean, you feel that you are, you know, carrying the weight, let's say, uh, in that empathy game, how do you, how do you get that across, um, to your spouse? Like, you know, I just feel like you are not empathizing enough with my, you know, my worldview kind of a thing. So you do it empathically. And you say, you know, I know that different people have different strengths and there's so many things that you, your skills that you do really well, um, but it would really be helpful to me or I would find it, you know, so supportive if you would try to work a little bit more on learning how to be more validating. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> but you see, I didn't put the person down. Yeah. And I love too that you talk about validating because that feels like... Rather than just saying you need to be more empathetic, validating uh-huh. is a very actionable thing you can do. Right. I'm glad you picked that up because I did that purposely. <laughs> I, I'm kind of astute. <laughs> I thought you are. Uh, yeah. So um, validating. And, and you know, you gave everybody listening a perfect example of how to explain it with the magazine mm-hmm. situation. So if your spouse is like, I don't give a crap or I don't understand – um, you now have a perfect tool to explain to them what that actually means and and how they can go about it in the future. Yeah, and again, I want to say the person who is listening to the other person does not have to agree. Mm-hmm. You don't have to see the world the way the person who's expressing whatever they're expressing is seeing the world. You just have to imagine what it must feel like. That's a great and, that's a great yeah. point because you're right like you don't have to agree that the back of the magazine has a cloud or a bird you just have to acknowledge that they are seeing that's something right. different than you are That's correct. That's correct. That's uh no that is a very good yeah that is that that's a very good point to make because I yeah. think that's a I think that is um a a, a misconception about what empathy is sometimes is that it's an agreement mm-hmm. when it's not an agreement it's to your point to your perfect word it's a validation mm-hmm. that they are seeing feeling something um and you are acknowledging that that is in fact what they are seeing or feeling right right um i i feel like i kind of cut you off at the end of there was there something no, else no, you wanted no. to add okay no um well, this was this was fantastic, Karen. Um, I I feel like uh, we have given people a better understanding on empathy. And if you are listening to this and you feel that your spouse uh, is the one who really should listen to this, uh, let them know. We have an episode, twenty minutes. They will be all caught up <laughs> on basic empathy info. So uh, I want to thank you so much for your time, Karen. It's always a pleasure. 
Thank you, Steve. And I want to remind everyone you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for 30 years. She is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Karen is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. Karen has her own radio show called Take 5 to Empower Your Relationship on the Sex Talk Radio Network. Uh, That is out each Wednesday, and in just five minutes, Karen will present a real relationship issue, tell you what's behind it and how to resolve it. So check that out. You can get this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. We have a link to her website uh, on on, uh, hitchedmag.com. And uh, of course, you can find all the past archives. Uh, You can follow us or ask us questions on social media, uh, all the big platforms. Um, And you can... um, also get the the weekly update to the podcast through our newsletter uh we do a weekly newsletter it goes out each monday evening um and uh every week we highlight the top articles that we posted on the website as well as um the week's podcast episode so i and i know a lot of people like to get it that way too so it's an easy way to remind yourself oh they have a new episode out so uh subscribe to that if you'd like uh it's free it takes just less than 30 seconds email submit that's it poof and you can find that uh subscription on our website hitchmag.com so one last time thank you so much karen thank you steve and that is going to do it for us this week everybody so take care